So when we have a retreat time, we have a chance to cultivate samadhi. And this is both to give us a sense of inner happiness and make that happiness very steady and not so dependent upon sense contact. Yeah, make it internal happiness and it's much steadier. It's calming, refreshing. So this is one aim of samadhi, a very important one because it enables the citta to begin to separate itself, begin to stop jumping onto sense contact, sights and sounds, even thoughts. Normally the citta which doesn't, hasn't gone inside, is looking for its happiness in things outside, so it jumps onto them, it sticks onto them. It's an emotional push. This makes our lives very unsteady. And it makes us tired, tires us. And we lose our clarity and we lose our... Our chitta gets lost again in this habit called upadana, clinging, sticking, feeding on. We go inside, and samadhi means to unify, to bring together. <coughs> it brings together the thinking mind and the emotional mind and the embodied mind. So thinking mind is when the citta produces thoughts. As it moves, it produces thoughts. And it thinks, it imagines the thoughts will give us, give it clarity. But thoughts Clarity of thought is only very limited. It's like you can name something a fish, but that tell, then you say, what kind of fish? <laughs> How big a fish? Is it a... What name, what kind of fish? If you say what kind of fish it is, you say, well, is it a big one or a small one? So it's a big one. Is it an old one or a young one? Is it healthy or sick? So every time we get a little bit of clarity, we want more, 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 more. To get it clear, clear, clear. Yeah. Yeah. So the mind doesn't stop. It creates more thoughts to try to get clear. We train the thinking mind just to be, just to point. So we say breath, breathing, very simple, long, 
short, where is it, sensation, just there, just a point. The other quality of thought is to sense, to feel, is this warm, soft, bright, dark, slow, and that's enough. And then we begin to feel it more. To not have to use thinking just as an arrow to point. But then you feel it. And you feel it in your body. Mm. And you feel it as pleasant or unpleasant. You feel the heart receiving it. This is where the quality of metta and as a cultivation is very helpful because with metta and the cultivation of heart you don't need much definition. You just need to open, include. Open, include. Not fight, not grab, just open, widen, soften, include. Yeah. So when we experience metta, we don't have to know whether something is big or short, fat, thin, wide, near, far, man, woman, doesn't matter. Just open, include. Okay. This too. So your heart, this sense, is a different way of experiencing things than the thinking mind. The only thing the heart knows how to do is to open and include. This also, yeah? It can do this, or it can do this. So we're training that heart to be open and warm. Even towards our own bodies, towards our experience. Just to experience non-aversion. Forgiveness, compassion, gladness, joy, appreciation of just even one breath. You should always cultivate breathing as if this was the last one. And you have so much gratitude to have one breath. <laughs> Imagine if the room was full of smoke, thick smoke. And then they cleared it. So grateful to have clear breath. Imagine you have a struggling to breathe, you have a problem you're in your throat, you can't breathe. And then for one moment your breath, your throat opened. So happy to be able to have one breath. This is where you should you should cultivate it like that because you only have one breath, <laughs> just this one. 
So you make it like it's the first, the most beautiful first breath you have. If you come out of water or you come out of smoke, clear, clean, fresh. And when you breathe out, you make it like it's the last breath, finish. Feeling of letting go. And so this is a very simple way of knowing your breath. Know it with gladness, know it with kindness, know it with appreciation. So then you're bringing your heart into your breathing. It's not just a matter of knowing it with your head, know it with your heart. This is much more conducive. You need a little bit of thought, just the point, and then you know it in your heart. Feel it in your heart. Then the mind begins to calm. Feel happy. And then you can know it in your body. Now when we know things very directly in the body, we feel a sense of the body releasing, brightening, releasing, brightening, slow, energy moving slowly, so the breathing out slow, releasing, till it becomes very soft. Breathing in, slowly drawing in, breath becomes very fine. In this way, all these factors, your thinking, your emotion, and your body come together. This coming together, unification, is what is meant by samadhi. Everything come together. This is both comfortable, most important. First thing is to get comfortable. Second thing is to simplify, get simple. Less and less activity, less and less thinking, less and less trying to get it right, more simple. Just whatever you don't have to do, don't do it. Trust it. Let your body do the breathing. It knows what it's doing. And this, then you begin to free the chitta from its endless activities. These activities called citta sankara So we use the body sankara anapanasati, breathing in, breathing out, this bodily energy. And the citta can then rest in that and it can begin to relax the citta sankara. Citta sankara is the activities of the citta. It's moving. Yeah. It's jumping. 
its creations. Some of these can be experienced as thoughts or emotions. They're based upon mental feeling, liking, disliking, perceptions, impressions. Impressions of yourself, impressions of today, impressions of a retreat, impressions of other people. Where's this? Where are the other people? (laughs) It's a sanya. When you begin to relax the jitta-sankara, there's no other people, there's no people here. There's just knowing. Jitta begins to free itself from its creations. Can you recognize how much of your world lives inside you? Tomorrow, yesterday, other people, myself, who I am, what I'm not, what I want to be, what I should be, what I'll never be. Where's that? Where is that? It's the chitta creates this, doesn't it? Other people, where are they? We think they're out there. We see form, we see shapes, we see colors. People are here. They're feeling. Perception, sanya. This is so and so, this is so and so, this is so and so, this is so and so. Where's that? That's here. And we throw throws out. The jitta throws the perception out. Yeah. And then it says, You're not what I want you to be. <laughs> yeah. Then we find ourselves struggling because the one who lives here is not the one I see there. So we try to make the one out there the same as the one I want them to be. Then you get a lot of struggle. This is sanya, perception. And there are four particular areas you can consider because when your mind goes into these and makes these into real things, the chitter is lost, gets confused. And these, to name it very simply, the future, tomorrow, this afternoon, Next year, where's that? 
What's that? And when we recognize it, we have a sense, with that comes the sense of expectation or worry, anxiety, expectation, planning, want this to happen, I'm worried this might not happen, I should prepare myself in case this happens. This is dukkha. <laughs> the future is dukkha. <laughs> when you go to the past, oh, she wasn't like that. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, dukkha. Or, oh, that was wonderful. That was so good. Five years ago, so good. Now it's gone. <laughs> I'm not what I used to be. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm never what I used to be. So we can feel ourselves comparing what we think we were and we think we should be and we have a lot of suffering. Future past, when the jitta creates these, it starts to weave suffering. When the jitta creates other people, we have expectation, we have concern, we have desire, we have worry. We have separation. Yeah. So even when we create other people with affection, it, oh, we have concern they will pass away. One day they will pass away. Many have passed away. Other people, when we create them, there's a sense of uncertainty. How is she? How is he? What will he be? What does he think of me? Does he like me? Does he disapprove of me? Yeah. So you have many different people. They're all suffering. So even with myself, you can think, you know, do I approve of you or disapprove of you? Have you annoyed me? Have you disappointed me? Have you been respectful to me or not respectful to me? Dukkha. <laughs> yeah. We worry about other people. When your mind creates other people, it's suffering, dukkha. The biggest suffering of all is when you create yourself. <laughs> when the mind creates self. Yeah. As you start to compare myself with other people, myself with what I used to be, or I wonder, what will I be? 
or I'm, how will I be? How can I get to be something else? How can I stop being like this and be something else? How can I be different than I am? Suffering. Whenever the citta creates these, it creates suffering. <clears throat> and the point of this is to begin to recognize the Four Noble Truths and how the citta creates suffering. It doesn't have to. <laughs> you know, when the Buddha taught the Four Noble Truths, he says, you know, there are kinds of sabhava dukkha, which is just the dukkha of being born into a finite mortal body. But there's the sankata dukkha, which is the dukkha the citta creates. Self, other people, the past, the future. It doesn't have to do that. He, he taught us this not to make us feel miserable but to say this is something you, you can stop doing this otherwise he wouldn't have taught it when you begin to examine who am I who is the self now we experience instead we experience agitation Oh, am I? Trying to hold something, trying to find something, trying to stop feeling something. You relax that, let the feeling, let the Vedana, let the Sanya move, let it move, let it change. Breathing in, breathing out. Hmm? So you bring the jitta, the Kaya Sankara, the breathing Sankara, onto the Chitta Sankara. Chitta Sankara is like this, and the Kaya Sankara is like this. And gradually, <laughs> can stop. But for this, we must be able to penetrate. You know, this movement of agitation. This is what samadhi is for, to make to give the mind the strength, the happiness, the steadiness to be able to breathe through what is being felt. The sanya, the impression, the vedana, the feeling, and the emotion that it creates. Worry uncertainty, not happy, these, these senses. Yeah. Now if we breathe through them, we can release them. If we don't breathe through them, they start to create myself. Yeah. I am unhappy, I shouldn't be unhappy. I should try to stop being unhappy. Why am I unhappy? 
What did I do to become unhappy? Is it my problem? Who made me unhappy? <laughs> so it gets more and more complicated, doesn't it? So it's that unhappy, unhappy, sad, worry, frightened. Okay, okay. Now we're close, okay. What's happening in your body? When you feel any kind of unhappiness, what's happening in your body? Does it feel it here, here, or here, or in your belly, in your chest? Breathing through. Sometimes it's around your eyes, you know, tighten up, it becomes tight around here. Or it's in your throat, or it's in your neck, or it's in your chest. So you're breathing through. You use your body like that to free your emotions. If you don't free them, they create someone. And then you have something more difficult to deal with. Because when you create someone, you try to create someone who can get rid of that someone. (laughs) I want to be a happy person to stop being an unhappy person. Now you have two, (laughs) and they start. (laughs) So this is, yeah. Instead, you feel the quality, any kind of dukkha or sukha feeling. Feel it in your body. Breathe calm, relaxed through your body. This is the simple, direct way for purification of citta and for release. So let's take some time for direct practice. <clears throat> 